Good morning, Denver, and welcome to the Mile High Mortgage and Real Estate Report, brought to you by Castle & Cook Mortgage, providing nationwide, world-class customer service right here in the Mile High City. I'm Joe Massey, along with my co-host, Catherine Gutierrez, providing you with more than 20 years combined experience in mortgage lending. We are here to share inside knowledge and experience of the home buying and refinance process, and we have a terrific guest in the studio this morning, Sue Wicks with Your Castle Real Estate. Catherine, good morning. It's great to see you today. How are you? Doing really well. Thanks. Saturday, I can't complain. Absolutely. We'll tell our listeners a little bit about what we've got on tap for the show today. Yeah, we're going to be touching on what Sue's been going through um, the past couple years. She's um, a semi-new agent under two years under her belt, um, but she's really been working with people moving up, people moving down, downsizing, and people who are buying second homes. So sometimes people think that's a little bit different, but it's not. Um, So Sue is going to talk to us about her process on um, what people are looking for, what are the steps she takes to make that a successful transaction. So just touching on that. And then, of course, I'm going to be um, reviewing a listing of the week that's that's in Denver, really beautiful townhouse. And then, of course, the free event that's going on in Colorado this weekend. You're listening to the Mile High Mortgage and Real Estate Report on AM 1690 KDMT, brought to you by Castle & Cook Mortgage. For any questions, give us a call, 303-809-7769. Fantastic. So again, this morning, we're very excited to have Sue Wicks with Your Castle Real Estate here in the studio with us. Sue can be reached at 303-621-6940. And as a reminder, Castle & Cook Mortgage and Your Castle Real Estate are not affiliated entities. Listeners are not required to use either participant to work with the other. Sue, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me, Joe and Catherine. I appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, we're really happy to have you on the show. And as Catherine's touched on, uh, you've got a couple years of experience, but that doesn't mean you're not qualified to be here on the show with us. So we're really <laughs> excited to have you here. Um, we've had people from all different varying backgrounds of real estate. Um, tell us a little bit about you. How'd you get started in real estate? Well, um, both of my uh, parents were agents and uh-huh. they weren't even full-time agents, but that is kind of the start of the background. And then I've got a couple of siblings that got their their uh, uh, agents um, that, that were agents back in the Midwest. And that's where I'm from. And I'm an Iowa girl. Oh, nice. okay. Go Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I w- used to be with the Yellow Pages industry for like 25 years. Wow. Okay. That's where I started at in Iowa. Transferred out here in the mid 80s. Finished that up about 10 years ago. And then I got into real estate a little bit more with Zillow and Trulia. Okay. And um, I was training agents all across the United States how to use the tools after they purchased the tools from Zillow and Trulia and really, really enjoyed that. And then after I found that maybe that was um, something that I should be doing, I thought, you know what? It's time to get my real estate license. And so that's where I've been. Awesome. Very cool. So that background there at Zillow and Trulia really taught you how to be a successful agent, how to have conversations with clients, Mm -hmm. how to use those tools, some of the technology pieces, I would assume, right? It really did. You're right. You're right there, Joe. They they have a lot of wonderful tools. They had a lot of wonderful programs. I talked to a lot of wonderful agents that Mm -hmm. were using those tools. And in helping them grow their business, I thought, you know what? It's time for me to get back into sales and grow my own. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's such a great story. You know, do a couple years as a coach and then anything you're coaching someone at, you get better. Mm -hmm. Right. And Mm -hmm. then, hey, you know what? I really enjoy this. I want to get back into it and do it myself. Is that kind of what you thought? You know what? And it's also kind of my age. I'm in my early 60s. And you look great. Oh, gosh. I love that. I wish I was on TV now. (laughs) But um, thank you for that. And it's kind of that point in my life where I've never had my own business. And I thought this is the time to do it. Sure. And also, even though you work so hard as an agent, it's still 
a, a time factor where you can make your work your own schedule. Yeah. And so that was a real big draw. So as, as we kind of look at my golden years, maybe in just a few years from now, I can still do the real estate sure. all over and sure. not worry about having to go to an office and, you know, report into a, a time clock and take care of all that stuff. So, right. Yes. Right. Yeah. So one of the things I love about that, you know, you've got just a couple years of experience that you've had your license, but mm-hmm. a decade or more of experience in the real estate industry, mm-hmm. knowing with, you know, Zillow, Trulia, mm-hmm. um, do you think that really gives you a leg up on some of your competition, other agents? You know, I think it does, but really what I think is helping to drive a lot of agents success these days is the social media. Mm hmm. And that begins with, you know, advertising like on um, you know, anything, not necessarily Zillow or Trulia, but getting out there on Facebook yeah. and getting out there on uh, other uh, Internet websites that have homes and trying to get your exposure, if you will, and your name out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's been a critical piece for us as well. I mean, Catherine, you're really Absolutely. an expert at this on mm-hmm. our team. But even our show today is being broadcast on Facebook Live. It goes out on our podcast, the Rocky Mountain uh, oh, yeah. Real Estate Report. And, you know, I think it's so critical to have those various touch points because not everyone reads the newspaper anymore. Mm-mm. Not everyone sees Facebook. Not everyone listens to the radio, but everyone does sort of, of a combination. Things. One of those, yeah, right? Absolutely. Again, I try to get Joe's face out there as much as I can, being his social media marketing person in the team. So again, um, email, newsletters, mm-hmm. um, Facebook, um, podcasts, um, any, anything to just say, hey, oh, that's Joe Massey. So everyone just knows your face and could relate Joe with lending, Sue with real estate. That's just what they know about you. That's all you could do. And then hopefully they give you a call because you're showing them how professional you are and you're in the know of what's going on. Well, and it makes it more exciting too to have all those choices, yeah. I think. Right. You know, it's not just like we're stuck back in the 70s and 80s and we knew we had to do A, B, and C. Well, now we've got that so many and options. more. And it's changing almost yearly, daily, weekly, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you, does that trickle over to the way you promote your listings? You Mm -hmm. get a property listed. Mm -hmm. Do you just put it in the local real estate magazine and Mm -mm. cross your fingers? Mm -mm. You do a lot more than that, right? Oh, you have to. Tell me about that. Well, basically, you know, I belong to two MLSs. I live in the Elizabeth area, which is southeast of here, probably Mm -hmm. 45 minutes or yeah. so. It's almost in Iowa, right? It, it, it <laughs> is. It is. You need your passport to come out yeah. to Elizabeth. Right? So for what it's worth, I do um, live out in that area, like to promote myself in that area. But at the same time, when I list something, I put it on our MLS here in Denver. I also do it down in Colorado Springs, the, nice. the Pikes Peak mm-hmm. uh, MLS I'm a member of as well. And then I've got it on iHomes, Zillow, Trulia, mm-hmm. um, of course, uh, 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 oh, it's always on Redfin. They yep. always seem to pick that stuff up. And then uh, Realtor.com. And then I also have it on my Facebook page. I have a, a personal page and a business page. Yeah. And then I also have some people that help me promote a little bit more on uh, a lot more social media than I even know what to do with. Yeah. Sure. So sure. I'm always getting help from really great people that help That's me. Awesome. So, yeah. That's one of the things I think is so critical about having a great real estate agent or a great lender. You know, someone may hire you to sell their home Mm -hmm. and you might know how to do that from A to Z, Mm -hmm. but you're smart enough to say, hey, you know what? I don't know everything about social media, Mm -hmm. but I've hired someone who does. Yeah. So if I'm selling my home, I'm hiring you, Sue. Mm -hmm. And is there any extra cost for me to do your social media marketing or anything? Oh, yeah, there is. But for for me as the seller, but not as the seller. Oh, I apologize. No, yeah, that's all included with with what I do. And it helps to 
separate me yeah so much from maybe what else they're looking at that's right and uh so I, you know, I look like a rock star. Yeah, and that's all you I could ever ask in life. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think it's very smart. I mean, Definitely. Catherine, you see it, right? Yeah. The more people market, mm-hmm. the better off their listings do. Absolutely, because right. like again, every agent's like, oh yes, I'll post it on um, RE Colorado and mm-hmm. make flyers. But if you have like five, three or four extra things that oh the other agent didn't do that when they're going through the interviews, that makes you a little bit different. That makes you more able to sell their home hopefully quicker. Right. Yeah. Yep. Right. Well, let's jump in here and talk a little bit about clients that are wanting to move up or, or move down. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about moving down first or, okay. or downsizing. What type of clients do you see that want to do that? You know, people that are like my age, usually mm-hmm. they've had the big house. They've got all the kids. They're all out of the coop, or at least they're trying to leave the coop. <laughs> yeah. And it's time for the parents to downsize. Mm-hmm. And also a, another unique position that I have being out in Elizabeth is a lot of people are looking at maybe selling in the city. Mm-hmm. and getting a lot more space between the walls of their neighbors. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of elbow room. Oh, big time. And so with that, I can help them sell their home in, in the city and then help them find something out in the country, if you okay. will. Yeah. And we've got all kinds of different flavors out in the country. You can get in a neighborhood. You can get in a small town. You can get in, in an acreage. You can get out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And we've got all kinds of flavors to you know satisfy all kinds of buyers so yeah that's that's what i mostly am dealing with and it it was one of those things that just kind of happened um usually i think in a business you think okay i'm gonna go strictly for this kind of buyer but Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's just my demeanor maybe my age but a lot of people look at me and they think okay i think i can talk to this gal because she yeah. seems like she can relate to what we're going through. Sure. Cool. So that's kind of how it starts. Nice. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's great. You want a, that client to know yeah. you're listening mm-hmm. and to be able to relate to their needs. Would you yeah, agree? Absolutely. Again, like who, who you attract is mm-hmm. different from, from who I attract from mm-hmm. who different of uh, Joe attracts. So I right. mean, you just got to find that little niche and again, then you get the good referrals of hopefully, you know, maybe helping their younger children. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you do a good job, um, you gain their trust right off the bat. And again, similar because you'll get what kind of maybe they're complaining about mm-hmm. or what their needs are. Mm-hmm. It, again, sometimes it is the age factor, similar age. You, you know what's going on yeah. or it's just the vibe that you feel. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really, really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you about this. I'm, I'm a, let's just say I'm a person. My kids have left the house. I've got this five bedroom home. I want to sell it. I want to buy a two-bedroom ranch, uh, you know, maybe with a basement. Um, but I've got a lot of equity tied up in my current home. Mm-hmm. Um, walk me through the process. How do I do that? Do I need to sell my current home first? That's usually what I hear. But but what do you see in that? Scenario? You know, and that really is no different than probably any other agent. Always check with your financial advisor mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. in a situation like somebody like me because the equity is huge. You don't want to be spending that equity before you get to retirement. Yeah, And that's kind of what we're looking at with a lot of the clients that I seem to be dealing with. Okay, So I, I stress to them to uh, talk to a lender or talk to their financial advisor to kind of see where we're at. Maybe what, both. Maybe, and, and you're right. If they, And if they don't have one, of course, I can always refer them sure. to Castle and Cook. Thank you. Yeah, you're more than welcome because we do have to recommend them to people people that we trust that will help them get to the final result of what they want. So, um, yeah, that's the first step. But then I also try to find out 
with their uh, current situation, what they're looking to get to in the end. Yeah. Are you looking at something smaller? Are you looking at something in the mountains? Do you just want to get the heck out of Dodge and not have anybody around you? And it's kind of fun. It's just kind of like sitting down, you know, with with friends and trying to find out, you know, where they want to be. Yeah. They don't tell me about their financial. Mm-hmm. I, right. I, I, I leave that to the experts like you all. Yeah. So once we get to that, then I can help them with that step of what we need to look for. Yeah. Nice. I think that's such a critical point is mm-hmm. we're really a team, right? Mm-hmm. Like your job is to know, all right, they want to sell their home. This is what they're looking to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Hey, what well, they want to buy their home and they want two bedrooms, three bedrooms, garage, mm-hmm. acreage, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And then Catherine and I, we really fill the gaps of asking the uncomfortable questions. What's your date of birth? What's your social? How much money do you make? That's not not that you're not capable to ask that, but it's not your realm, Mm -hmm. right? We're going to ask those things. We're not going to share, divulge that information to you. Mm -hmm. We'll call you afterwards and say, hey, you know what? Mr. and Mrs. Smith are good to sell their existing home and buy a new home for $500,000. And we'll talk a little bit about timing. Mm -hmm. And we don't share any of that information, which I think really is important for your clients because sometimes they don't want to divulge that to their friends, their family, their agent. Um, and I think that confidentiality is really critical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We're like a silent third party. Like we'll tell you what they're approved for and then just continue with that. And then we'll tell you we could close sooner if we can. I mean, mm. I mean, we're a great team. Again, we don't, we're going to share any personal information, yeah. but I mean, it, we'll tell you that they're solid and you can move forward. It is so critical to have that relationship because it really, is. It really just makes my job a lot easier that they don't yeah. have to worry about that. That's all been answered. Mm-hmm. By you guys. Yep. yep. And then what I can do is talk to them about, you know, uh, location uh, and things like the that. The fun stuff. The yeah. fun stuff. Right, right. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk about yeah. the loan. The no. loan part's not fun. We have yeah. to do it, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> then we can talk about, we want the bedrooms, the bathrooms, yeah. the gray carpeting, the blue carpeting, That's whatever. That's right. That's right. Now, Sue, yes. if somebody wants to get in touch with you to talk about selling their home, maybe downsizing, um, what's the best phone number we could reach you at? Well, my cell phone, I always answer it. Never an answering service. It's 303-621-6940. You're listening to the Mile High Mortgage and Real Estate Report on AM 1690 KDMT brought to you by Castle and Cook Mortgage. For any questions, give us a call 303-809-7769. So now we've talked a little bit about trading down. What about buying a new property in the mountains? I think we see this a lot as clients. They're not at retirement, but they're nearing retirement, right? Hey, I've got been in my home a long time. Kids are going to be moving out in a year or two. Thinking about maybe buying a second home in the mountains, and that's going to become our permanent residence in four, five, ten years. Do you see a lot of this? I I don't see as much of it as I would like to, to be quite honest with you. I have talked to some of my clients about it. But it seems like the clients that I have been talking to recently are wanting to get that second home established first, mm-hmm. then look at the fun stuff. Yeah. But that isn't to say that I haven't talked to people about that. And I have. And it's interesting to me because I find that the clients that are wanting maybe that second mountain home are going to be a little bit younger mm-hmm. and more of an investment, something that they can have a property management company oh, nice. take mm-hmm. over if they when they're not using it. That's my experience, but not everybody's, I'm sure. Yeah, I think that's such a critical point. We do see a lot of investors that, hey, I've got one or two investment properties. I want to get a property in the mountains Mm because I'm going to use it for Airbnb, which still works in Mm -hmm. Vail and Breck and some of those areas. Um, 
and then they're going to use it for part of the year. And we actually teach a class on this. So if you ever want to learn about that, you can go to yourcastle.com and look at the uh, training calendar. We teach a class on mountain investment trends. We usually teach it in the evenings. And one of the things we've noticed is an investment property in the mountains is not going to be a huge moneymaker from a cash flow standpoint, but it will always be your favorite investment property because you're going to use it two, three, four weeks out of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone that we've ever done, folks have just loved it. Would you oh, agree? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Again, most of the time it's, an, it's a mountain town that they're buying their second place. And again, they're, they're going to use it for the holidays, for when they want to go up and do the mountain sports. I mean, it's just a great free, I quote, quote, free um, like place to live when you're up there. Again, and then you have Airbnbs or guests paying for your mortgage, hopefully throughout the year. Uh-huh. Yep. Now, what other places do you see that people want to buy second homes? Do you ever see people buying a second home near colleges for their kids to go to school? Oh, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. And that's another great investment piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have friends, as a matter of fact, who are um, looking at doing just that in some of the Col- uh, Colorado college towns and have done that. And yeah. as their kids get older, you know, then they're looking at more opportunities, you know, uh, you know, for that as well. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at condos, townhomes, as well as houses. So that's kind of all over the board. Yep. I don't get a, as much of that yet that I, that I want to, but I'm hopeful. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I think that can be a great investment. You know, hey, <clears throat> room and board at a college, I think now is three, four, five thousand dollars a semester. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you can, mom and dad can buy a property. Um, and Catherine, what's the minimum down payment for a second home? Yep. It's um, 10%. Yep. So you can yep. put down only 10%. Um, and then you can have a couple roommates, have them paying rent. Junior can live for free, right? And probably shave off a lot of that cost of room and board. Plus that property is appreciating over the four years while junior's in college. Then you can either sell it when junior graduates or keep it as investment property, rent it to other college students. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great investment strategy. What do you yeah. guys think? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. As long yes. as, you know, colleges don't necessarily move as right. often as people move. So it's always going to be there. It's always going to be a hot spot. Why it not? It really is. It's a cash cow. You know, they can mm-hmm. eventually uh, sell that for another uh, investment property or do a 1031 exchange, which I'm sure you guys know all about. But there's just yep. so many possibilities Yeah, with a rental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the critical pieces, Catherine and I talk about a lot on the show, just get one. Right. Just buy one. It doesn't have to be the perfect property. You don't have to find exactly the greatest deal, but just start. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get your rental legs going because you want to see how that feels and you may hate it. Yeah. Yeah. You may love it. You may Mm -hmm. not even feel it depending on, you know, how good it's managed. But yeah, I think that that's excellent advice. Just just start with one. See how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't have to buy a hundred. Just buy one property. And I really (laughs) like what you said. Do you like it? I have some people, they buy their first investment property. They call back two years later. They're like, you know what? I want to sell it. Um, Have Sue call me to sell this property. Cool. No problem. You know, (laughs) let's put money back in the stock market. Let's continue to save, continue to invest. Real estate's not for everyone. Um, You ever seen any horror stories like that, Sue, that would make somebody say, you know what? I don't want to be a property investor. No, I know. I don't think, you know, as much as you would think you would hear them. Right. I don't. That's right. I really don't. Yeah. I have just a handful of, you know, I've been doing this almost 20 years. I could maybe think of four or five horror stories, but you know how many success stories we have? There you go. Thousands, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we hear it all the time, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, people come back like maybe a year or two years after their first one, they, they're ready for the second. They they know what the process is. Like, okay, 
I know what my my good deal is. Mm-hmm. So then they go out and find it and they're, they're ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. It goes really, really well most of the time. I'd say 95% yeah. of the time. Buy that first investment property. Then holy cow, that cash flow is really nice. That property's going mm-hmm. up. Let's buy a second, third, fourth, fifth. Um, and the way I describe it, and I think this is such great, it goes, really goes along with what you're talking about and the, the lifestyle that your clients have, Sue, is think about your grandparents when they retired. Mm-hmm. If they would have had one rental property Mm -hmm. that was paid off cash flowing just a thousand dollars a month Mm -hmm. would that have made an impact in their retirement oh it certainly would have of course it would have yep uh even back you know in in as many generations as i can think of all all the great wixes that have passed (laughs) on i it always helps that that's right Um, so yeah it's always been a good investment it still remains to be yep and that's something too if i'm downsizing if i'm selling a five six seven hundred thousand dollar home in Castle Pines, mm-hmm. and I want to move to maybe, I don't know, a $300,000, $400,000 home in Elizabeth, mm-hmm. I might have some cash left over that I could buy a rental condo and help uh, with some of my retirement expenses. Would mm-hmm. you agree with that? Oh, absolutely would. Absolutely would agree with that. Yeah. So definitely something to think about if you're thinking about selling a property. Um, certainly think about how you can redeploy that equity. Sometimes it makes sense to just buy one property. Sometimes it makes sense to buy two or three. And we've seen that. Yeah, right, absolutely. Again, like you could buy one a nice single family home and that could be a rental um, or, you know, a couple of condos. Like mm-hmm. it's just kind of whatever you want to manage or what you want to work with with that property manager. It's it's totally up to you. And again, like we have a bunch of classes with different topics to see, oh, maybe this, maybe this strategy. Because again, there's endless ways to mm-hmm. invest in real estate, endless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one thing we tell everybody is everyone's different, right? Anybody that's trying to tell you this is the only way to invest in real estate, they're probably selling you something. Mm-hmm. Big thing that we say, hey, you got to talk with Sue, you got to talk with your agent, your lender, figure out where you're at, where do you want to get to, and then we're going to formulate a plan to get you there. Yep. That's exactly right. We've got it down. So give us a call. Yeah. yeah. If somebody wants to reach you, Sue, best phone number we could reach you at? Uh, that's going to be 303-621-6940. You're listening to the Mile High Mortgage and Real Estate Report on AM 1690. KDMT brought to you by Castle and Cook Mortgage. For any questions, give us a call. 303 303- 809-7769. Fantastic. Now, I think we've got a terrific listing of the week here. And then I want to talk about the event of the weekend. But uh, tell us about our listing of the week. Yeah, the listing of the week is brought to us by Carolyn Mickelson from Colorado Home Consultants. Her number is 303 324 7374. And it's a great little townhome in Denver. The address is 9237 East Nassau, Nassau. <laughs> Nassau Avenue in Denver. Again, it's a great townhome, really cute, priced at 325, three bedroom, three bath. It's a little over 1,400 square feet in the Cherry Creek neighborhood. Great private patio and a little storage unit out there too. And then it also includes two, it's a two car um, covered carport. So really cute, updated, um, move-in ready. Um, it's adorable. So call Carolyn anytime if you have questions about it or if you want to see it. Her number is 303-324-7374. Yeah, I saw the pictures on that earlier. That's really a terrific property. And, you know, three bed, three bath home, 1,400 square feet, $325,000 is still a really, really good price. It's a really good deal. Like, again, it's really easy for you to customize it. Um, Again, it's really based, not basic, but the layout is really simple. So you could do whatever you want to do to it. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Then event of the weekend, one of my favorites, Taste of Colorado, is going on down at Civic Center Park downtown. Uh, started yesterday, going on today and tomorrow. Um, I think it starts first thing in the morning, like 7 or 8 o'clock oh, in yeah. the morning. Um, I think tickets are pretty cheap. Um, yeah. I think it's free to get in, and then you just pay uh, pay for like tickets, like, tickets to, to, to food, buy food right? and drink. Yeah. 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 It's just a terrific event. Make sure you get down there. Check that out. Um, it's my favorite type of event because it's free. free. Uh, yeah, and I'm always free. willing to pay for the food. Definitely. So, uh, definitely get out there and take a look at that. Now, Sue, really terrific information today. If you could give us one tip to somebody who's thinking about buying or selling a home, uh, let's just say selling, what's the number one tip you would give? You know, I really think that if you're even thinking about selling, give me a call. Yeah. I mean, don't even hesitate. We don't have to do anything right away, but at least I can show you some trends, how it is still a wonderful time to sell right now. Yeah. If you're even thinking about it. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. It is a really, we talk about it on the show a lot. Still a good time to sell. Absolutely. And again, please don't Google, call Sue, like talk to a professional. It's just, you know, Google is like real general. Sue knows the local market. So just talk to your local professional. Yeah, yeah. We I I love Google, use it all the time, but not when I want very specific data. I got to talk to the pro, right? Mm -hmm. Would you agree? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Sue, so great having you on the show this morning. If somebody else wants to reach you and learn about selling a home, buying a home, or maybe even just talk about the real estate market, best phone number we could reach you at my cell phone number and i will always answer it never an answering service 303-621-6940 fantastic good thing we didn't get a call while we were here on the radio right. we would have had to put Oops. that person on the air yeah you would have <laughs> guaranteed that's right hey folks out there if you have any questions about buying a home refinancing your current mortgage please feel free to call us anytime you can reach us at castle and cook mortgage at 303 303- 809-7769. Thank you for tuning into the Mile High Mortgage and Real Estate Report on AM 1690. I'm Joe Massey along with my co-host Catherine Gutierrez. Have a great weekend. I look forward to seeing you out at the Taste of Colorado and we'll see you next Saturday at 11 a.m.